Okay, so it's the 11th of August, uh, day 712 of lockdown. These are more of my unfiltered. Yep, that's a cross between uncensored and unfiltered, but also unedited thoughts. So I'll leave that misspeak in (laughs) uh, straight from my brain to you uh, via this microphone. Although I say to you, it's mainly for me. I think that's been well established. I mainly do this for myself. Uh, no offence if you do listen. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand why. Um, yeah, what do I want to talk about today? I think... I think I want to talk about Tignataro. That's what I think I want to talk about. I almost said what, but that seems a bit unfair. Um, <laughs> Tignataro is, in case you're unaware, a, a stand-up comedian, writer and actor. I'd argue roughly in that order. Uh, who I love uh, basically uh, I think she's incredible I think she's legitimately one of the funniest stand-ups on the planet uh, she makes me laugh so much uh, she's got this very sort of sardonic sarcastic style it's very sort of dry uh, and then sometimes just filled with moments of bizarre like Almost whimsy, and I, and I love a bit of whimsy. That's something. If there's anything you can say about me, is that I love a bit of whimsy. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned that on this before, but I do. I love a bit of whimsy. Oh, she's also gay. Uh, which, if you are, um, <laughs> if you are familiar with me in any way, uh, you you know that, that that you were probably expecting me to say that. Uh, but yeah, um, and she's so great. I first. Saw her. I must have first seen her when she was first seen her when she was in um, the Sarah Silverman program, but I don't really remember her from that because I didn't. I only watched that sporadically. Um, and Sarah Silverman's got you know that's a whole thing. Uh, but she's turned up on a bunch of stuff as well. Like she she will turn up on some other stuff. Like she's in Transparent, for instance. Um. Like things I would have seen her in before I really knew about her. My biggest interaction, like I listened to some episodes of Professor Blastoff, which was a podcast that she hosted for a while. But my big up, my big um, introduction to her was the Netflix documentary. T- not the Netflix documentary that's just called Tig. Um, still on Netflix, you can go find it, and that's pretty incredible. Because uh, Tig's story is really. Like it's a really, inter- really interesting as a way. Of, interesting is probably the wrong word. The wrong word for it. Um, like she's been working as a comedian for a while. Like a comedian for a while. She was well respected. Like I say, had this podcast that was successful. Going right, was doing shows, touring. Uh was uh, like did this whole tour where she sort of, <laughs> she asked people to like. She was fed up of playing and comedy clubs and stuff so she asked people like okay can I play in your, like a barn in your town or like in your front room or like in a ice cream parlor I think she does one in and stuff like that that's in a different documentary um called Knock Knock It's Me Tig Nataro uh, <laughs> I think it's it's called It's Me certainly Knock Knock something something Tig Nataro but uh, Tig, the documentary, follows an interesting period in her life, uh, which is quite a sort of 
I'll just I'll describe what I remember how I remember the the series of events. Um and you'll understand why this is quite a pivotal moment in her life. Uh in twenty twelve Tig was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer in both breasts. Uh, and then four days after that getting that diagnosis went to uh I think it's the Largo Theatre in LA um, to do her usual show, taking her own friends, but instead of having any friends, she just she just went on stage and uh, talked about her diagnosis and joked joked about it and like did a full fully like she had some sketched out ideas, but you can tell that it's not a fully put together set. Obviously, it's four days of information, but it's very raw and very like beautiful uh, and it was recorded for an NPR show I think but then it was released as an album which you can get it's on iTunes it's on uh, Spotify I think as well uh, you can also buy it <laughs> um, it's called uh, Live not live it looks like it's Tignataro Live but it's Tignataro Live and it's uh, a genuinely just really moving piece of stand-up comedy like it's also very funny like there's a there's a point where uh somebody uh sort of she makes a joke about it and somebody reacts and she's like oh it's okay i'm the one with cancer not you you're gonna be fine (laughs) Uh, which to me is a very dark but very funny joke um So after that year, after that diagnosis, like, so she's going through that diagnosis, she's, she didn't do chemo. She got a double mastectomy and then uh, took uh, hormone treatment. This is all stuff I know from watching this documentary, by the way. Uh, and also because she's been very open about this thing in her life. Also, around this time, uh, uh, her mum died. And she developed this um, very specific condition, like where essentially her organs were like started from her. I think from her intestines, uh, started to eat from eat themselves from the outside in kind of thing, like a sort of necrotizing type of thing. She goes again. She goes into more detail about this. Uh, Like this all happens in the space of like a year. Right. Uh, also, in the course of this year, she meets uh, and falls in love with uh, Stephanie Allen, uh, who's an improviser who I love. She's in Wild Horses, who I, I will talk about until I'm blue in the face. She's an incredible actor and comedian uh, in her own right. And she is also, at the time she meets Dig, as far as she is aware, completely straight. <laughs> Uh, and I just think that their story is so incredible and so wonderful and just so nice. Um, and it's featured in this documentary as well. The guy highly recommend this documentary. Oh, or, here's an interesting thing, if you don't have Netflix and have Amazon, or if you have both but want a, a sort of more fictionalised, better, like, more structured like a sitcom 
uh, view on those t- that year of her life, <laughs> like that e- that year, two years of her life, uh, you can watch her sitcom, One Mississippi, <laughs> which features Tig Navarro as Tig Navarro, a podcast uh, host who gets breast cancer, recovers from it, and as she's recovering from it, her mother dies, and then she develops a um, rare condition where, like, a rare gastrointestinal con- like condition where she's, her body tries to eat itself and eats it out, and you're like, and then she meets uh, Steffi Allen, uh, or, Ste- or a character played by Steffi Allen in this case, uh, who is up and down has fought, she's fought herself straight, and they fall in love. Yeah, that's right. It's just, it's literally exactly the same thing, but through a, a, a sitcom lens. And it's fantastic. One Mississippi is incredible. Like, it's so funny. It's so sweet. It's so weird at times. Like, there's some weird fantasy sequences. And it just really fits uh, along with uh, Tig's sort of deadpan delivery and stuff. And then there's also, then there's also. <laughs> After all this, she does this. That she's a stand-up special called "Boyish Girl Interrupted," um, which is incredible, and it's about her how she's processing this stuff. And then Netflix released a stand-up special in twenty eighteen uh, called "Happy to Be Here," which is like the end of like a trilogy that started with Liv, I guess, uh, with a bunch of other stuff in between, which is about where she is now, uh, married with two kids. Uh, and in complete remission, and uh, like living her life, um, and it is, I think, to, for my to my money, uh, happy to be here is one of the best comedy specials on Netflix. It is incredible. the <laughs> The ending <laughs> is so stupid and so funny, and goes on for way too long. But I love that. Uh, I also recommend if you if you're interested in in Tignataro, which I hope you would be after after such glowing praise. Sorry, I was adjusting stuff. Uh, that I also recommend you find uh, a video of her either on NPR or on Conan or in various other places doing her, her doing her her. <coughs> sorry. Doing her story about Taylor Dane, and uh, that's spelled that's spelled T A Y L O R D A Y N E, um, <laughs> which is one of the funniest stand-up bits I've like. I love it so much. It makes me so happy to see her do that bit. Um, and then there's a, there's a podcast I've listened that I listen to called. Uh, Good one, which is a jokes a podcast which breaks down jokes or bits, and uh, the comedians do, has the comedian break them down a lot with the host whose name I can never remember, and uh, they're, they're good at getting like information out. And there's an incredible bit about that with the breakdown of of the Taylor Dane bit, <laughs> which to me makes it even funnier when you find out how it all came around. She's also, she's in Star Trek Discovery. She was a character called Jet Reno, who's originally called Denise Reno. <laughs> and then Tig asked, can she be called Jet? <laughs> With two T's. So that's her name. Uh, she also does um, a, a, a YouTube channel, a YouTube show, 
which is on hiatus and won't call the... Oh, what's it called? It's, uh, uh, the whole, I can't, is it called Tignataro? Uh, it's Under a Rock of Tignataro, that's what it's called. Where she um, uh, meets, she by her own admission, she knows nothing about popular culture because she lives under a rock. So the idea is she meets famous people, like she, it's a, it's a talk show essentially where she talks to famous people but she has no idea who they are. Like before the show, like before they start filming and like, like booking guests and stuff. They have like a book of faces that they go through. Uh, I like to roll Facebook um, and say, do you know this person? No. Do you know this person? No. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> and then she has, to, she has to find out who they are. It's not very funny or die, but it's very, very good. Uh, and her and Stephanie have a writing, uh, like write together and have a production company together. Basically, like, I know a lot. Like, <laughs> remember, I don't do any research for these shows. So everything I've just said to you is stuff that I just know. And I always think it's interesting when I think about it, like, how, how much I know about a thing probably tells you how much I enjoy it. Uh, it's funny, I was listening to How Did This Get Played yesterday. Um, it's a video game podcast that I recommended last week. Uh, <laughs> and they were talking about... No, wait, I was listening to that t- t- tomorrow, th- th- or this morning, not yesterday. This morning, God. The days, right? The days. So as I was walking to the shop, and they were talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the game for the NES, and uh, <laughs> one of the guests sort of jokingly asks, uh, like Heather, uh, on a scale of knowing nothing about anything, <laughs> to like to super fan, where is she set? And it becomes very clear by the end of the episode that she knows. Way too much to not be considered a, a proper fan, you know, like, and that's what I'm thinking of the more I think about, um, Tig. <laughs> Tig. If, if I can call her that, which I can, it's her name. Uh, there's a lot of these, Ameri- there's a lot of American comedians that I really love, um, that I'll talk about, I'll probably talk about more and stuff like this. If we, uh, with my Stitcher Premium thing, I've been listening to some, um, comedy albums by, like, people like, uh, Sarah Schaefer and... Maria Bamford and have many more many more to get through um, and like obviously I love British comedians and see a lot of them at the fringe but it's great to listen to different comedy from across the world and by across the world I mean I do seem to be in America I should listen, and Australia you know English speaking countries <laughs> I guess that's why those are the ones I listen to um, <laughs> but yeah I highly recommend uh Maybe start with the documentary, the documentary's brilliant, or One Mississippi, which is also, like, just incredible. Like, she's just, she's just great. Like, <laughs> she's, she's just great, you guys. And again, you know how much I feel, you know how good I feel about queer representation. Uh, and she's providing it all over the place, turned up in films as well, it's great. More power to her. having a, a like a um, gender non-conforming lesbian be successful on television. It's pretty inc- pretty incredible. <laughs> Paving the way for the May Martins and the Harry Gadsby's of the world, um, and also just being incredible in her own right. Yeah, that's, I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. I was like, maybe I'll talk about some of the other comedians. I'm like, no, it turns out I can talk about Tegnataro for about 15 minutes. <laughs> turns out that's a thing I'm able to do. Who knew?
I mean, uh, me, probably. Somewhere in the back of my head was like, you're going to be fine here. And I probably got some of the details wrong and messed up with stuff. The great thing is, there's loads of places to watch more of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, uh, it's funny I mentioned the, uh, I was say, it's funny I mentioned the podcast. Good one. Good one. Uh, because that's also coincidentally the name of Tig's first live album, I think. <laughs> From 2010. Also on Spotify. Also very funny. But yeah, so that's that's my that's my uh, uh, my outpouring of adoration for Ting the Tarot. Uh, stay safe, stay well, stay you know within government guidelines. Stay informed, stay educated, stay free, and stay alive. And uh, if you ever have like a horrible like series of events happen to you one after the other, at least you know that maybe you can turn them into several successful comedy uh, things. <laughs> uh, my name has been Marjorie, and will continue to be Marjorie. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>